We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. my fabulous friend. How are you? I'm so honored to be just spending a few moments with you today and sending you blessings of peace, joy, grace, ease, and ever-expanding love. I saw this quote the other day, and I saw a couple of versions of it, and I love it. I love a good quote. If you've hung out with me at all, you know I love a good quote. I feel like it can bring things into focus, like putting on a pair of glasses, and everything just comes into focus for a moment, and it can raise our vibration. It can change us in an instant. So thought-provoking. The ability to observe without judgment is the highest form of intelligence. And here's another version of it. To witness without evaluating is the highest form of intelligence. To be able to just look at situations and people and life without getting our narrative going, without... Um, sending our vibration into it, to be able to just witness from the equanimity, to be able to observe, maybe in a sense of curiosity, wonder, or interest, rather than going into that space of good, bad, right, wrong, judge, and jury. When we do that, we're actually coming from a place of superiority. When we're judging another life or anything, we're saying we know and we, we are, you know, the all, end all, be all, rather than God being the end all and be all. And it's very natural to judge. I've done this my whole life. We all have that inner critic. And we tend to be more critical of things going on outside of ourselves and people around us if we are self-critical. So as we can really get to that place of observing without inflicting judgment, There's like a softening that happens. There's like a healing that happens. It's a way that we can ascend in our vibration. And I say this all the time, water finds its own level. And as we take responsibility to increase our vibration and increase our water level, our water table, life meets us in a higher, more refined, more supportive and grace-filled way. So I know a couple of brothers and One of them is very successful, very grateful, very gracious, very kind. It's easy to love him. Not a lot of judgment when I look at him. The other brother really struggles. He's a victim and he thinks life owes him. He can be a little bit, um, I don't know, pity party, a little bit victim. And, And for a while, I saw myself going into a bit of judgment whenever I would listen to him. And then I realized, oh, I'm judging. I need to not do that. I need to come back to observing without evaluating. Because here's the deal. We never really, really know what another soul incarnated to learn or experience. All of us have very, very personalized individual curriculums that's between us and God. So we can't know what another person is contracted to experience. You know, there are younger souls, there are older souls. There are souls that came in to perhaps experience challenges and heartbreak. 
And we can actually look at them and think, well, if they would do this or that, their lives would be better. And even if we're right, we could be right. And even if we're right, it doesn't um, help us. It doesn't help them either. If we can just pull our energy back and say, huh, isn't that an interesting choice? Isn't that interesting to be able to observe from that softer place of curiosity and wonder rather than inflicting our judgment? We start to get free. It's sort of like forgiveness. You've probably heard the quote, you know, not forgiving someone is like holding a hot coal with the intention to throw it at them, but it doesn't hurt them. It hurts us. It's like drinking poison, hoping it kills somebody else. It doesn't work that way, right? So judgment's the same thing. When we're judging someone or something, we're not hurting anyone outside of ourselves. I mean, maybe it hurts their feelings if they know we're judging them, but it it's uh, they take that on if they have self-judgment, right? So when we're judging someone else, we are actually moving ourselves out of alignment with our soul and with source. We are preventing our goodness from being able to show up if we are judging anyone or anything outside of ourselves. If we are not forgiving anyone or anything outside of ourselves, we are pinching ourselves off. We are narrowing and constricting our connection to goodness, grace, our soul and source. A vision that came into my mind about this is like if we're not in proper alignment or if we're pinched off, it's sort of like a rain barrel that's sitting on its side and we wonder why we're not catching a lot of rain. <laughs> well, you're not in the right posture. And again, some of the things that move us out of alignment and out of posture are not forgiving and judgment. So I've been doing this a lot. Like when I'm in traffic and somebody's irritating me and I go into judgment, they should be driving differently. It's like, oh, there I go. There I am judging again. And to be able to pull my energy back and just take a breath and be able to say, hmm, that's interesting. That's an interesting choice. I need to just bring my energy back to center and alignment and relax. Because God's available to us in every moment, in every second. And often as human beings, I think we can judge certain moments as being inferior or superior. But in truth, from the soul level and from the perspective of God, there are no inferior or superior moments. It really comes down to, are we in alignment? Are we in the right posture? Are we um, residing from center? Or are we moving out of center by virtue of being in our emotion, our uncomfortable emotion and our judgment and unforgiveness? So something that can be really interesting and really helpful and very powerful is to identify things that we judge outside of ourselves, be it someone that you know and love or maybe no one don't love, or even just the state of the world. So, for instance, um, judging other people as um, lazy, that was a big one for me. I would see people as lazy, but on some level, it was because I perceived myself as lazy. We see in others what we have within ourselves. You know, there's a saying, I think it's in um, the 12-step programs. If you spot it, you got it. If you see it out there, it's because it's part of the in here. But as we can identify the judgments outside of ourselves and take responsibility 
for the judgments we hold within ourselves and then apply our own compassion and love to those judgments, we start to untangle. We start to align with our soul. We start to get free. We ascend in our consciousness. We ascend in our vibration. And the life becomes a more joy-filled, supportive adventure rather than a painful endeavor. So something I would really invite you to consider is looking at the judgments that you project onto others or holding within yourself. And then open your mind to the possibility of forgiving those judgments. So that's what this can look like. For a while, I was judging myself. And a lot. I think for a lot of my life, my subconscious judgments were very varied. But then when life got painful and I finally had to really sit and look at this, some of my self-judgments were that I was lazy, that I was ugly, that I was unworthy. And not surprisingly, my life didn't show up very kindly because our lives are a reflection of our relationship with ourself. So once I realized that I was carrying these judgments inside of myself, my teachers would suggest this very simple practice. And I will suggest and invite you to consider this as well. Identify the judgments, write them down, and then put your hand on your heart and forgive those judgments. I forgive myself for judging myself as lazy. I forgive myself for judging myself as ugly. I forgive myself for judging myself as unworthy. And as you do this, you may find other things starting to come up. I forgive myself for judging myself as a burden. I forgive myself for judging myself as having so many mistakes. I forgive myself for judging myself as a mistake. And oftentimes what I've found as I've participated in this practice and as I've supported clients in participating in this practice, tears will come up. Old tears from someplace deep inside of us. And it's so wonderful to allow those old tears up and out. To allow any kind of grief that you've been holding in a deep way up and out. And after we identify these judgments and after we forgive these judgments and perhaps after some of the tears come up and out, I think it's really helpful and important to identify the truer truths. After we say, I forgive myself for judging myself as unworthy, then we identify the truth. The truest truth is, I am worthy. The truest truth is, I am valuable. The truest truth is, I am beautiful and important from the perspective of the divine And this is true for you as well. The truest truth is you are beautiful. The truest truth is you are important. The truest truth is you are wonderfully worthy, valuable, priceless beyond measure. The truest truth is you are the child in whom God is well pleased. And if you can take a deep breath, if you can relax and really allow and believe and receive these truer truths inside of you deeply. Invite these beliefs and truths into your body, 
into your mind, into your heart. As you do this, you start to align with your soul. You write your rain barrel. You journey to center and you open your arms. And you start to receive this healing elixir, this high vibrational energy of light, of compassion, of love, which is the truest truth of who you are. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And who we are on a soul level, who you are on a soul level, is light, is love, is compassion, is kindness, is sweetness, is brilliance. And as we accept more of these truths into our human experience, as we relax into these qualities of beingness as human beings, we ride our rain barrel and we make the space to receive profound and incredible grace. We start to experience more support, divine support, otherworldly support, as well as worldly support. Because again, our lives are a reflection of our inner state and we manifest what we believe, what we believe we deserve. So as we go deeper in our understanding of our amazingness and as we can receive these truer truths of these qualities on a soul level into our minds and to our emotions, into our hearts and lives, our lives become a much more miracle-filled and magical adventure. As we let go of those thoughts that are no longer serving us and as we settle into that space of just gracious receptivity of being more kind and compassionate and gentle with ourselves. Our lives will show up in a more kind, compassionate and gentle way. We manifest what we deeply believe we deserve. So as we clear out those deeper issues of unworthiness and judgment and unkindness for ourselves, we perceive the world in a very different way. We see others through that same lens. As I've worked on my own self-compassion, I see others through the lens of compassion. So as I don't judge others and as I love others, not only do I feel better, my life works better. And I want this for you as well, if you want it for yourself. I've told this story before. I don't know if you've hung out with me before or not, but I am. Um, went to school and I was told this particular professor was kind of, um, let's say weird. A friend of mine was describing all of her judgments of this man. He was weird. He was strange. He was odd. He was unkind. He was grouchy. He was a, a lot of different qualities from her perspective. And so I just listened and I decided I wanted to perceive him differently. Hadn't met him, didn't know anything about him, never heard of him. But I decided in that moment, I was going to have a different experience of this particular soul. And so I went to school and he walked in and I went, oh, that's the guy that she was talking about. And I could see where she would um, have judgments of him, I suppose. You know, you can look at somebody and immediately jump to some sort of conclusion. And I said, I'm at a fork in the road. I can either judge him as weird and wrong, or I can choose to see him through soul-centered eyes, which is through compassion and perhaps amusement and affection. And that's what I chose. 
I chose to see him through soul-centered eyes. We have this opportunity with everyone we meet. And so um, he and I actually became good friends. He was a little crusty to begin with. That was a word I would use to describe him. He was a little crusty. But every day in class, I would say, hey, Bill, how are you? It's so good to see you. How was your weekend? What's going on? And I would just really perceive him as adorable and quirky, lovely, beautiful, kind, funny, a little bit grouchy on certain days, but he started to soften up. It was sort of like he was a little flower that was starting to bloom. And then he, start to be, he started to be very kind to me. He'd say, what are you doing, Tammy? How are you? What's going on? And, and uh, we ended up having a lovely rapport. Some of the people in the class didn't tend to like him, but most of us tended to love him. And um, towards the end of my experience with him, it was Christmas time, and I brought in a big bag of goodies, cookies, and he had said he liked fresh baked bread. So I, I made some bread for him. And he was living, living in a senior care facility, and he said that he was often hungry because you could only go through the buffet line once. So I brought him some bread. And he's like, oh, my gosh, it's still warm. You did this for me? And I'm like, yes, I did. And he goes, why would you do that? I said, Bill, because I love you. I think you're just such a cool guy and I just love you. And it, I think I saw some tears in his eyes. <laughs> but that day in class, it was so much fun. We ended up laughing till our stomachs hurt. Some of us were crying. It was a really beautiful experience. So I realized a couple days later that I had forgotten to bring him one of the greeting cards that I got him that was very funny. So I brought it in and... I left it in his cubby and then some, somebody said, Tammy, did you hear what happened to Bill? I'm like, what do you mean? What happened to Bill? He died in his sleep last night. And I just stopped. And my eyes filled with tears. And in that moment, I was so grateful. I chose to see him with an open heart and through the eyes of love. He had been estranged from his uh, daughter for many, many years. And, and I like to think on some level, perhaps I was a surrogate daughter for him. And I believe his last day on earth, he knew he was loved. He ate maybe some cookies and some fresh baked bread and was able to tell his roommate about this crazy classroom and, and his experiences. And I, I feel like he opened his heart in a very wide and authentic way. And maybe it had been a long time since he had but perhaps some karma was cleared and perhaps he was able to relax deeply and be able to float off into his next adventure. I was just so grateful I chose to see him as adorable and kind and innocent rather than judge him as crusty and bad and awful. I think it helped him, but I think it even helped me more. As we can relax and bring love and compassion to the places inside that hurt within us, we can show up as a more kind and compassionate, loving presence in the world. And I think that's what heals the world. Each of us have to take responsibility for our own posture and vibration and way of being. And as we do, I think we uplift all of humanity from the inside out. I think we bring light to this place. We don't fight the darkness as much as we are simply the light. I hope you know you're the light.
I hope you are being kind and gentle to you. And if you're not, at least opening your mind to that possibility. Opening your mind to the possibility that you are worthy. You are exquisite. You are important. You are valuable. You are adored. And I think it's important to remember that all of God's children are special and none of God's children are special because we all come from that same energy of spirit, of compassion, of love. We're just here to express and explore from this perceived separation. And if we get too far into this reality of duality and ego, we suffer. But as we come back to alignment, as we write our rain barrel, as we relax and receive the love and the blessings that are pouring down on us in an unobstructed way, our lives begin to flow and we experience more magic. I love this quote where God says to us, allow me to flow through you unobstructed and you will see the greatest magic you have ever known. And we do this again by releasing judgment, by forgiving, by choosing to be compassionate and loving with ourselves so that we see the world through greater love and compassion. Here's another quote from Ram Das's spiritual teacher. The only emotion left for the fully realized human being is infinite, unbearable compassion. And again, as we have compassion for ourselves and our human experience, for our own personal pains and hurts and heartbreaks from our past, we show up as that more compassionate, grace-filled, love-based vortex on the planet. We see others that are perhaps expressing themselves in ways that we wouldn't in ways that perhaps we would have judged in the past, past. But if we can perceive others through the lens of patience and faith, kindness and compassion, I think it can help them. But more importantly, it helps you and your posture. And we heal the world from the inside out. So I hope this resonates for you. I hope it makes a little bit of sense to you. I hope it, maybe I'm a God wink. I love it when people say, you know what? I was just thinking of that. Then you said it. It's like, hmm. I love being a God wink and I love it when um, my mind opens a little bit more and my heart opens a little bit wider and I love being in relationship and conscious conversation with others and with you. And perhaps we know each other well, perhaps we have conversations and email and we maybe we're on Facebook, maybe we're Instagram friends, or maybe we've never spoken. And if we haven't, I would definitely invite you to be in touch with me at TammyBPhD.com and download my free ebook. Be in conversation. Ask any question. Let me know how you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're doing. Does what I'm saying resonate for you? Does it make a little bit of sense? Are you experiencing more God wings and grace in your own life? Are you accepting and believing and receiving the energy of compassion, of love, of support? I would love to know more about you and where you are and how you're feeling. So also be in touch with me on uh, Facebook. I post there every day and I do my videos manifesting Monday. I do my lives on there and I really want to be in conversation. You know, I do a lot of monologues, it seems on this radio show, but I perceive myself being in a conversation and dialogue with you. Like we're both having a cup of coffee and I want to hear back from you. I want to hear how you're feeling what's going on in your world and how can I support you? 
I create a lot of guided meditations. And I think that's such a powerful and easy way to heal as we relax and just allow our subconscious mind to receive messages of love, support, kindness, gentleness. And that's uh, the meditations that I create are all with that intention, just to be present with you in that space of kindness and compassion, gentleness, and great love. So let's be in touch. I want to hear from you and just know that I'm holding you in my heart, in my meditations, and in my prayers every morning when I sit up. I send out blessings to all that connect with me through the show, through Empower Radio, through um, my social media, and just... um, If you're open to receive it, it's pouring down on you from me, from your angels, from God. And I would love to continue our journey together, holding hands as spiritual siblings, ascending onward and upward together. So God bless you. Take good, gentle, kind, loving, compassionate care of yourself. And let's continue the conversation. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 